the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jason, happy Friday. Yeah, we made it through uh, another week uh, here in the Valley of the Sun. It's going to be rainy, but going to clear up. Going to be nice for the weekend. Uh, The Phoenix opens right around the corner. It's supposed to rain uh, most of the week, so it'll be interesting to see uh, the, the, the biggest party in golf, how the rain will affect it. Uh, but I'm sure it won't, you know, these guys, they, they don't care. You get enough alcohol at anybody, as long as it isn't thundering and lightning, right? It should be quite the spectacle. And, you know, we always try to help people here, right? I mean, that's what we do, right? You know, Jason and I, uh, we like to, to, to warn you about things, make sure you, you know, uh, get the whole story, especially financially, but, you know, something is bothering me because I don't know if you saw, you know, all of the craziness that's happening in the world and, and flights and everybody acted nuts. Uh, the, the latest, uh, this 60-year-old woman dropping her pants in the aisle because uh, they wouldn't let her use the bathroom while the plane was landing. You know, you, you kind of grew up, you know, back in the day. I don't know, you know. Before you went on a big road trip, what did your parents always say? Hey, uh, did you did you go to the bathroom? Because we're not stopping, right? You know, you're on a plane. You know, before you get on the plane, uh, maybe a good idea uh, to use the the facilities. Uh, but especially, you know, I, it, who knows? Maybe this was her first time. Maybe she was a first timer, and she didn't know that. Hey. Uh, when you get ready to land, yeah, you're not getting out of your seat. Uh, but uh, anyway, just just to help people, because you know you don't want to be that person, right? You don't want to have to be that person yanking your pants down uh, in the aisle of an airplane. Uh, go to the bathroom before you get on your flight. So there you go, Jason. 
little PSA from 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 us to everybody out there, uh, so you can avoid. You know, and whatever. Everyone's got phones, right? You know, people are going to record this. Who does that? Oh yeah, I, 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 I there was a movie I liked uh, back in the 1990s. It was called Heather's. It was one of those dark kind of almost comedic movies. Christian Slater played this cool kid in high school, and they. It's a little bit of a dark movie, but there's there's a, a point in the movie where they're tra- they're questioning the stuff that he's doing during the movie, and he's like, "Well, the extreme leaves an impression." <laughs> and then, uh, here we are, thirty years later. I mean, I think she knew she was going to leave an impression, and I think that's why she did. It's like, look, you're gonna force me not to use the restroom. I'm gonna give you something to look at. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's where society is. It's not polite anymore. Tell yeah. you. Nobody wanted to see that, okay? Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Keep your dang pants on. Maybe they're flying, flying to San Francisco. <laughs> right, well, in that case, probably would have been okay, right? You know. <laughs> 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, gold and silver, that's what we do, not uh, toilet humor. But, hey, it's Friday, so I figured I, I, I'd bust that one out. Allamericangold.com <laughs> is the website. Listen, what a crazy, crazy day. This thing was setting up. Uh, we are going to have... Uh, higher higher stock prices. I, I think we were going to have all-time record high prices because we had huge earnings out of Amazon and Meta. So Zuckerberg, Bezos, you know, because Google and Microsoft, not so much. But these two guys knocked it out of the park. Don't worry, all you people worried about climate change. Uh, Zuckerberg's going to be able to build about 10, 15, 20 more bunkers. Uh, All the beer and macadamia nuts, his cattle, you know, of course... Listen, it's okay for the rich guys to have cattle. Uh, not okay for everybody else. And I'm sure Bezos, I'm sure Dr. Evil, he's going to build a couple more yachts af- after this. But it was all about the jobs number and what a number. I, yeah, listen, I don't know if it's true or not, okay? But maybe we're wrong. Maybe Joe Biden is the greatest president in the history of the planet, 353,000 jobs created according to the government. Now, we had ADP on Wednesday. That was the private sector who said, hey, payrolls were up like 100,000. Uh, the government said, nah, nah, come on, 100,000. No, 353,000. Nobody was close. Uh, I want to say, like, the everyone was expecting, like, 150. Uh, that was kind of the, the average. I don't even know if anybody even had 200,000 jobs. Uh, but this thing was huge. But it, it got worse, which was wages. So wages had been falling in October, November, December. Still, though, it was average, you know, 4%. Huge jump in wages in this government number, up six-tenths of a percent, uh, climbing back up towards 4.6%. Uh, this is for all the rate cutters out there and the inflation's over. Uh, this is the exact opposite. Uh, the, the unemployment rate stayed the same. Here's the funny part. The unemployment rate was actually going to go up, but they said that 
less people were looking, you know, the, the uh, uh, gosh, well, I'm, I'm drawing a blank now. The, the labor force participation rate actually fell. So this whole jobs number was a huge, and then hours worked fell. Now, now hours worked uh, is below where we were before COVID ever started. Uh, it, and it's funny, maybe that's the new thing. I don't know, Jason. This whole report left everybody scratching their heads. Uh, the 10-year note, which was like 3 8 uh, yeah, 405. Yeah, it's like a bean stock now, the 10 year note. Why not? Everything's wonderful. Joe Biden's the best. We'll be back. 800 A quick look in at the markets. Yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe what happened, maybe what happened is the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics thought the Phoenix Open uh, was was this week. And they, they just got really drunk and uh, just threw a big party for themselves. I don't know. It's a hard number to explain. But, hey, it is what it is, right? A quick look in at the market. The Dow's down. Uh, not a, you know, not a lot, but, but down 30. Uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ are higher, but they should have been much higher than what they are. Like I said, the 10-year note, uh, man. Everyone that bought treasuries yesterday, how mad are they today? Especially the last couple of days, right? All that flight to safety because of the banking problem, right? And and, and now all of a sudden, uh, the, the yields just skyrocketing higher. Crude oil, I don't know how this works either. Crude oil is down a dollar and a half. I guess there, there was some talk yesterday of maybe a, a, a pause in the war over there, that that seems to, I don't know, there's there's bombs blowing up uh, in uh, Israel now, bombing in Syria. Everybody's waiting. Uh, the Biden administration uh, talking, you know, they're going to retaliate. Yesterday they decided, hey, we're not going to strike inside of Iran. Instead, we're going to strike in Iraq, in Syria, uh, you know, Iranian targets. Uh, and it kind of... You know, I'll just say what it is. So you're going to tell them ahead of time. So what do you think is happening right now? You, you, you think that that uh, all of the uh, people that were going to bomb, you think that they've kind of left town? Hey, guys, uh, the, this, the United States going to launch some missiles. Let, let, you know, uh, let everyone get out of the way. Uh, it, you know, I don't know. It's just, again... What, 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 what can you do when you're sitting there scratching your head about all of this stuff? Uh, gold's down 18, uh, 2035. Silver's down 50 cents, 22.75. The dollar, uh, a big rally, obviously, with the 10-year note rising. And, and, and again, we said this from the very beginning. 2024 is going to be a chaotic year. Just look at this week. This week. We had another uh, banking problem uh, kind of peeking its head out again, uh, right? We have uh, the United States expanding now the war in in the Middle East. At the same time, we we get uh, the Federal Reserve saying, hey, we're not raising rates anymore. Uh, uh, We're going to wait a little bit. 
to, to start cutting rates, but we're going to start winding down quantitative tightening. And, and then, uh, Jason, we get this jobs number that blows everything away. And that's just one week. It's going to be crazy. Uh, that's why I'm telling you, you know what, have yourself diversified. Obviously, gold and silver are a big part of that. But check out our friends over at Y-Refi, up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. It's not correlated to the stock market, not correlated to the Fed. It, it just said, you know what, if we decide to drop bombs uh, in Iran, instead of oil being down a dollar, it'd be oil's up like 10, 20, 30 40, right? Who knows how high? Uh, but here's the great part. Whether it happens or it doesn't happen, doesn't matter. It's fixed rate. You get the same every single month. You know exactly what you're going to get up to 10.25%. You turn your income on. You can turn it off. There's no fees. Uh, if you needed your money back early, you know how the, the, these places like with annuities and all, they charge all these penalties. No penalties. You get all your principal back. You get to keep even some of the interest. Uh, that's These guys, they're just great guys to deal with. Invest. YRefy.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y R E F Y.com. Or just call them at 888 YRefy24. So, Jason, I think everybody better buckle up. Uh, th- these are the weeks we're going to see, and I think we're going to see a lot of these weeks in 2024. And as you had mentioned on the first segment, the uh, wages. Going up is is good for people that need more money, but it's not good for inflation. So I, this might be the singular thing that uh, Jerome Powell looked at and, and then came in uh, this week and said, yeah, no rate cut March. <laughs> I mean, could be, right? Could be this could be something where they already knew ahead of time that that this number was going to – the inflation part of the number was going to come in red hot. Uh, and, again, the household survey said that uh, – Full-time jobs declined by 31,000. Part-time jobs, I'm sorry, full-time jobs uh, declined 63,000. Part-time jobs surged 96,000, but yet the government says uh, 353,000. But again, listen, it's 2014 and chaos, I think, go together, Jason. So uh, there you have it. We we kind of broke down the jobs, but... uh, uh, Jason, we got a clip for everybody here that uh, hopefully they'll, so, they'll they'll enjoy. So, so no, nah, so, well, some more, more maybe more fun for you than anybody. But I got something fun. Uh, uh, to, always, I always forget this once in a while when when it comes to February. But uh, it's it Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Days, but yeah, yeah. So, 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 so listen, about two, listen to two minutes of this. This is uh, this is something from the past. Listen to this. Uh, the Colorado market, listen, we're looking to get our a bigger presence there, uh, you know, since uh, back in the days when they used to have the picnics and all of that, and we could go up there and, and see a lot of you all at once. Uh, we're trying to establish some uh, a bigger presence in Colorado, make things easier for all of you out there. Here's where, And I'll just give you some details here. Looking for a minimum of twenty-five thousand, no more than fifty. Somewhere between twenty-five and fifty thousand, uh, and 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 because if it doesn't work out, and you know what, it's just not the fit that we were hoping for. Uh, we'll just you know we'll just give it back to you. I don't want it to be too big where where uh, we can't do that. So that's why we're looking for. It's a small amount, relatively speaking. You know, we've been here twenty-two years. 
thousands of customers. But I'm uh, for Colorado. I'm looking for people that are in that front range area. Uh, this would be, you know, part time. Uh, I, I, the radio would be nice. Everybody that that's going to be, if you want to be involved. We'll try the radio. Obviously, you know, throughout the years, we've tried a lot of people. It's not as easy as it looks. Uh, but there's other things. So even if the radio isn't necessarily your strength, there's a lot of things that we need that we're not doing. Uh, you know, when you start thinking about some of these big shows like Alex Jones or Rush Limbaugh, it takes a bunch of people, and we're trying to get there. So if you're interested and, and becoming a, a, a small equity partner in this business. And listen, everything's here. Uh, we're going to get contracts ready to go. It's all going to be documented. So everybody uh, up front, uh, this is what I'm looking for. 25, no more than 50,000. Wow. That's pretty much it. There, there was a little bit before that talking about outside of Colorado, Arizona. And, and you know, so, but that's, uh, that was uh, six years ago today. Wow! Wow, man, I I, I want to adjust that price. That's for sure. Uh, you know, it is so funny though. We we're thinking about part time, right? I mean, uh, that that was that was Joe what was we looking thought, for so- right? Joe was looking for someone to, to join the, Air, the Arizona team and run the Colorado office. He was, you know, Glenn Biddle came on board and Brian Roberts and uh, Joe had to, to pick from. I think you said twenty or twenty five people that eventually called in, but. Uh, the funny thing is, is that's six years ago, which means now you've known me for more than ten percent of your life. That, that's that's how that's how much six years actually makes a difference, you know. Six years and you get older doesn't seem like a lot, but now Joe's hearing, well, I've known Jason for more than ten percent of your life. It's kind of kind of interesting to think about, huh? Crazy, crazy. I didn't even. Uh, Jason said he didn't tell me what it was. He had this clip, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And, I, and, it, and it was it's it's Friday and Groundhog's Day, and I'm like, oh gosh, what's he gonna do, right? Am I am I am I, am I, am I, am I is my sphincter gonna clinch up here? Because you know, Jason likes to and, push, and you know the, push the you know what's funny. That Groundhog's Day was on a Friday, also, so yeah, that's kind of coincidental. So that was also a Friday. I guess you would you had actually talked about it once or twice earlier in the week. That I guess this was just for some reason the first time I had heard it, and uh, I had people calling me saying that Joe is describing you. You probably should call him. It wasn't just me. I was already considering when I heard it, but I, I had, you know, uh, old old Bob the electrician, uh, Brad, Joe. He, yeah, he was the first yeah, one to call me. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I think he's talking about you, Jason. I was like, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. I probably should call him up. <laughs> and here we are, Crazy. six years later. Wow, here we are. What a what a, incredible uh, what what's happened uh, in that time. I mean, uh, God, what was gold even then? Do you know? Do you remember? Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, you were you were selling twenty dollars gold pieces for about twelve hundred uh, to thirteen hundred dollars, all through uh, before two thousand eighteen, all the way through uh, two thousand nineteen. These twenty dollars gold pieces were always about twelve hundred, twelve fifty, thirteen hundred, is bouncing around there. And finally, after the the repo market fell apart and uh, they started lowering their interest rates in twenty nineteen, and and then the uh, the Hong Kong flu started, <laughs> and then suddenly gold <laughs> shot off. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Wow, that's a that's a. I wasn't expecting that trip down memory lane. Uh, crazy, uh, how different uh, things turned out, isn't it? Uh, just decisions. Just really, People uh, make decisions, and right? life changes. That's how it works. That's it. That's it. Eight hundred. 
951-0592. Obviously, the news of the day uh, was the the government's jobs report. Uh, the unemployment rate stayed the same at 3.7. Right? With that many jobs, you think it would go down. Uh, actually, it was going to go up until they said that less people were actually in the labor force. Uh, so uh, a lot there, but hey, it is what it is. I mean, uh, Jason, it seems like uh, month after month after month after month, no matter how many layoffs get announced, no matter uh, what the uh, private sector survey says, uh, the government says the economy is booming, uh, which really flies in the face uh, of what the central bank has been been saying as far as those go. But it is interesting uh, if, if all of a sudden what happens, you know, we really haven't talked about what happens if the inflation rate starts going back the other way again uh, a lot sooner? We, we anticipated that when the Fed started lowering the rates, that inflation would rebound. Heck, Jason, what if it rebounds without the rates going lower? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, we're going to have to wait and see, right? I, I, the markets can go in many places, but... Uh, there's going to be a crash of some sort. It just it could be in spring, uh, or there there could be a dragging on effect. And and I think the rate cuts are being timed for a specific part of this year. I think Joe and I think uh, March would be too early. I think they know. I think they know when the banks are are going to hit the point, right? I, I think they right. know this, and and I think that's what they're waiting for. Yesterday we had a huge rally on Wall Street. Because the banking crisis kind of expanded yesterday. And they were happy about that because they said that means the Fed's got to cut rates, right? They, they've got to do it. Uh, and then this number kind of flies in the face of that. We did get uh, the numbers out of the bank bailout facility. We did see a drop. It wasn't big, a couple billion dollars, uh, but at least it was a drop. Uh, I was, I think a lot of people were, were expecting a lot more, and I was expecting a lot more until uh, what happened with the uh, uh, the bank in New York, New York Bank Corp, and then the Japanese bank yesterday. Uh, that number wasn't uh, down as much as people were hoping, and then uh, the the Fed discount window. That saw more activity, so kind of, you know, kind of a trade-off that went from one window to a to a different window. Uh, but but nonetheless, uh, it, it really does set up. And I'm sure Janet Yellen's probably not happy today. Uh, all of us, uh, higher interest rates, we're going to be paying to sell all of this debt. Uh, that's another one of these things. You know, one of the things you can think about is the debt. With a lower rate, we actually could spend more money without blowing up the debt. We're going to talk about that when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know, Jason played that Groundhog Day clip. I, I can't get it out of my mind. You know, what's so funny was. Uh, that was, I was, I was going to leave Colorado at that time, right? Yep. The radio station 
was just uh, having all kinds of problems and issues. And, and Well, and uh, you didn't know how bad either. You knew it was struggling. Oh, I no did. Idea. Right. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I wasn't up there. And, and uh, uh, now I own the radio station. Right? I mean, it's just it's crazy how this whole thing turned around. And, you know, uh, Jason working part time, that lasted like, I don't know, Five seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. Jason calls me up. He's like, hey, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, just for the average person listening, I mean, it was, part, it was supposed to be part-time, and then I was I was essentially, I, I wouldn't call it a spy, but I had to observe what was going on, and, and I, was, I was instructed to help the radio station, and I found out that it needed more than just help. It needed yeah. it needed full-time, full-time work, and, and uh, so I came back to Joe. I was like, look, I mean, says, I mean six days after uh, I heard that Groundhog's Day, and I called Joe on Friday. I think uh, I was a good candidate, and I think Joe called me on Monday. And I, my wife and I talked. We're like, "Yeah, let's do this. We're gonna, we'll, to get the money, let's sell the house, get the money." And uh, Joe accepted me as one of the guys he wanted. Uh, six days after Groundhog's Day, essentially, you know, I lost ninety percent of my my uh, full time gig. I was a process server, and the company that was given the the outfit, the papers that I was serving, which was ninety percent of my work, they just gave the papers to some other company. So I was down to ten percent. I was I still did process serving during 2018 to, to beef up my money, but uh, I came back to Joe when I saw that I was going to be. Sp- I, I had the potential to just spend more time there and work a lot. And Joe knew that I was working after a couple of months. He saw that I was going to work, and I was like, "Let me buy further in and get a full time uh, revenue coming in, so that you can pay me to do this and we can get this done right." And uh, then the, the pressure to have to do better radio was on at that point, you know, because the first few months of radio was <laughs> right, rough. Right. Yeah, the first but few months of radio was rough. Right? right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, here, 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 here we are uh, six years later and, and not looking back. You know, uh, it's interesting. And I know today's number kind of just, I don't know what Jay Powell's thinking or, or uh, the Treasury. Uh, but the biggest thing we talked about, you know, the Treasury. Gosh, this was so much stuff. The Treasury refinance. Right? We forgot about that. Right? It, just adding, hey, we got to sell another $120 billion more uh, in, in debt. And uh, all the issues that we have that have been appearing. How about today? I don't know if people saw it today. Probably not going to. Did you see what Iraq said today? Anybody? Anyone see it? No? No? Yeah, Iraq's like, yeah, I think we're done. Uh, taking dollars for oil, uh, we want to. Uh, we want to start taking uh, the the Chinese renminbi. Uh, the, you know, so so there you go. Uh, once again, uh, nation building never seems to work out for us, does it? Uh, but 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 the one thing that lower rates would do is, you know, this year right now we're going to spend a trillion dollars in interest on all of this debt. Uh, but if the Fed could, you know, lower rates, you know, right over, what, you know, a little over five, uh, let's say the Fed went down to two. Okay, so I'm not even talking about it going all the way back to zero, just, just down to two. We could tack on another two, three, four hundred billion dollars in debt but spend two, three hundred billion dollars less in interest. 
right? So you could we could actually spend more money, right? But yet pay the same, right? In, instead of uh, you know, obviously, right? If the government, uh, you know, as we know, we're gonna it's probably somewhere around two point five trillion dollars is gonna be uh, the budget deficit for twenty twenty four. I mean, somewhere in that neighborhood. Right. And, this, and that's assuming, you know, nothing goes horribly wrong. Nothing goes Spending. horribly right. Right. We just kind of do what we've been doing. The spending will bring that well, up more, Joe. Spending will right? bring that up more. And, and, yeah. and so uh, it, there is a trade off, at least for a little bit. Right. You could you could spend more money. We can actually go further uh, into debt, if you will, but actually not reflect it. Right. It could stay the same. In other words, hey, if we go down to two percent in in twenty twenty five and in the in the government starts spending even more money hey the well the deficit's now going to be three trillion but wait interest rates fell hey it's still going to be around 2.5 maybe it's 2.6 right it, it can make it look better uh, than what it is so there i guess we could maybe borrow some more time but not if listen not if they're they're going to sit there and say wages are growing five percent every you know month over month year over year that that's not going to work Especially depending on which wages are going up. If if military wages are going up because they're preparing for something bigger, that's going to be inflative because the military is going to be needing more money to wage war. So it's they lower the rates, Joe, and they and they and they up the wages of of, of government workers, especially because they got this uh, this emergency. It, it it could be a disaster. I mean, I heard, I heard Janet. There's two things I heard of uh, official government people talking about this week. Uh, Janet Yellen was being asked questions uh, as as a Federal Reserve. She wasn't. It wasn't a Treasury thing. She's like, "Well, don't you think you can get the prices back down?" And she's like, "Well, it's that's this is I'm paraphrasing. It's, it's kind of the opposite of what we do. Lowering prices is not what we do. Right? We we have two percent inflation. That's what we do." <laughs> she's she's basically saying, "Your prices aren't going back down. What are you?" The, the people are like, "Hey, are, are these things going?" The people are asking, or they actually think that the prices are going to come back down. The other thing I heard was, you know, that that attack in Jordan. Uh, I, and I I should have got the name of the lady, but uh, one of the government, one of the cabinet members, was taking questions, and they asked her, was like, well, so so how how, how much uh, was I was Iran involved in this attack?" And they're saying, well, they were involved. It's like, well, how do you know they were involved? Was this financial? Do, do, you, where's your, do you have any, any evidence of this? And they're like, well, we don't have actual evidence that Iran did this. The government, you know, here's the every we, we fell prey to it, Joe. Everyone, oh, well, I, Iran was responsible for the attack on, in, on Jordan. But there's no action. I'm pretty sure it sounds logical, but there's no, it's just, it's just like 9-11 all over again. Oh, weapons of mass destruction. We got to go get them. The government, when asked right there in Washington specifically, do you have evidence that Iran did this? They said no. So what does that mean? Somebody's gearing up to spend military money. They, they want to bomb things. You got to know who, who, who killed your soldiers before you go spend the money, right, Joe? They want to spend the money. They, this is where we're at. Inflate our way out of this mess. That's what they want, Joe. Well, you bring up a great point with Janet Yellen, right? Because uh, she, she, her and Ben Bernanke, that 2% thing, that was their idea, right? And, yep. and they just made it up. And there's no economics behind it. But this is they're, – they're, they're, they were trying to tell you – in, 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 a, in a nice way, hey, fiat money devalues itself. That's, that's how it works. And eventually it goes to zero. But we just want to do it just a little bit. 
Of course, as we've witnessed over the last several years, right, they really are powerless to control it at all, aren't they? We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, gold's down uh, seventeen dollars here. Twenty thirty six. Uh, I guess here's the good news: uh, gold prices didn't go up today. Uh, we, you know, I, you know, yesterday we were anticipating much higher prices. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the physical gold market saying, "Yeah, we don't care. Whatever. Uh, we're not buying it." So uh, gold. Uh, really didn't move. Silver, on the other hand, uh, U.S. Silver Eagles, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, $595 today. So on sale at $595 on a roll of Silver Eagles. If you want a case of Silver Eagles, uh, $14,750. So you're going to be able to to save uh, the 50 cents there on, on the silver side of things. Uh, we got silver dimes, uh, $97.50. Uh, uh, rolls of quarters at $195, so below $200 a roll uh, on silver quarters. Uh, so take advantage of that at 800 951 On the gold side, $10 liberties are still the best buy uh, at $1,110. Uh, if you want to buy 20 or more, uh, $1,100 on, on the $10 gold pieces. Again, 800 800- Nine five one zero five nine two and Jason, I kind of think that's kind of you know Janet Yellen talking about Ella. No, no, we're not talking about prices going back down. That's not what they. As a matter of fact, Jay Powell's never said that. What, what do they always say? Well, we're trying to get closer to our target uh, of two percent. And, and, of course, uh, it's a fake 2% to begin with, as, as we all know. But it will never, right? They don't want to have negative inflation. You know, back when the currency was backed by gold, inflation really didn't exist. It, it wasn't a thing. The only time there was inflation was war. It was war. Here comes the war. Right, things like you know, uh, steel and lead and, and, and ammunition. Right, uh, they would go up. Food prices would go up because let's face it, a lot of people were farmers and they, they, they were the ones fighting in the wars and, and and things of that nature. And then as soon as the war ended, the prices went right back to where they were. I mean, you would have a year or two of negative. Inflation, right? The prices would actually be down. And this is what the, right, deflation, right? This is what the central bankers hated. Oh, they hated it so much. Why did they take the gold from the citizenry in 1933? Because, now, now here's the funny part they caused the problem, okay? They caused the problem and convinced us that it was gold's fault that the problem happened. No, it was the banker's fault. And it always has been. Bankers behaving badly. And they wanted to say, and here's what simply put, 
They're like, well, to get out of this, let's just spend a bunch of money that we don't have. We'll make it up out of thin air. See, when it was backed by gold, you couldn't do that. Someone had to go under, you know, in the ground, dig it out, right? Fabricate it, melt it down, and turn it into a $20 gold piece, or a $10 gold piece, or a $5 gold piece. Right? The government could only spend or create money based on how much gold was there. And there was no such thing as inflation. And that's what the central bankers wanted. And once they were able, you know, taking it away from us was one thing. It's when they took it away from all the other governments in 1971, that's when all the chaos began. And, and we had, you know, ups and downs. And you could say, did we get 50 good years out of it? I don't know. Ask your kids that are still living at your house. And I say kids that are in their 20s, 30s. 40s, still living in your house. Ask the 40, 50, 60-year-olds still paying off student loan debt if things are better. Ask the shrinking middle class, right? You know, for about 30 years, it was pretty good, Jason. Let's not lie, right? From 1971 to the dot-com blowing up, Probably, you know, you could say it was pretty good. Except for the 70s and 80s early on. Yeah, they, they, they got their way out of it, yes. But, yeah, that, the right? inflation wasn't too kind, was it? It, it wasn't, but they, they, they spent their way out of it, right? They figured it out and, and, and were able to, 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 to really get it going. But now the reality, here, we're getting ready to have to live in reality. And I think that's the hard part a lot of people – uh, ha- are having a hard time accepting. They, they want to still believe that that we can go another 50 years this way. That's not, that's not happening. Uh, Jamie Dimon, I think, was being kind when he said this week. Right? Remember when he said this? We have, we're lucky, you know, maybe about 10 years, and, and then that's it. Right? Then the, because the, he knows how to do math, just like I know how to do math. Because it's not complicated math. Get rid of all the zeros. The bottom line is the deficit is going to be 60, 70, 80 trillion dollars uh, in the next uh, 10 years. And Jason, we're having a hard time doing it when the deficit's at, at 34 trillion dollars. And, and, and we're talking about how bad do you think it will be when it's double that? How expensive are things going to be, right? I know an Egg McMuffin in Connecticut where all the billionaires live is like $8, right? Well, what happens when the Egg McMuffin is $10 in, in Phoenix, when it's $10 in Denver, right? I mean, because that's, that's what's going to happen. Baker Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Right now, uh, twenty two seventy seven, and uh, U.S. Silver Eagles 
$590 for the roll. Or I'm sorry, $595 for the roll. If you buy a case, which is 25 rolls or 500 ounces, uh, then it takes that cost down to 590 at 14750 On the gold side, uh, $10 Liberties. One through nineteen at eleven hundred and ten dollars. If you buy twenty or more, eleven hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And Jason, you know, it really is something where when we when we look at what the the issues are dollar wise. Uh, it, it's plain to see. We know change is coming. It, it's going to be some kind of digital. I think everyone kind of understands that. You know, news out of Iraq today saying, hey, you know what? We want to stop taking dollars for oil uh, already, right? That Saudi Arabia, UAE, Iran, uh, right now. now uh, I guess we can pretty much now uh, say OPEC in general uh, no longer wants to take dollars for oil, and, and it just uh, magnifies uh, the situation, the Treasury refinancing announcement. And then today, let's face it, it's a great number, right? This should be celebrated, uh, but unfortunately, uh, it really does say uh, that th- – they really have a hard time controlling inflation. They want to tell us that they can control inflation. But, Jason, they really can't because they won't stop printing the money. So no matter what you do, if you don't stop printing money, you're not going to control inflation. That's correct. Uh, inflation, by definition, is just how much money supply is, is, is there is. I mean, that's, it's, it's, they try to confuse it and make it sound like it's really, you know, convoluted and, 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 and real just complicated situation. It's just money. You have more money, the less things are worth if, if it has you know, no backing to it. If you have something backing to it, then you can hinge it. You can grow the money responsibly. But otherwise, more money, everything costs more. It's supply, it's, it is the absolute of supply and demand. Too much money, inflation. Your money is worth less. And those that understand this principle can can uh, do well with it, Joe. They can they can enrich themselves on your back, especially when debt is entered into this equation. Why do you always hear the really rich guys? Well, I don't do it with my money, right? Do it I else's. do it with other people's money, right? Uh, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, he was out talking about, hey, uh, if I go bankrupt, it's not a problem for me. It's going to be the bank's problem, right? Because I, I'm not using my money, right? I, I'm, I borrow as much money as they let me borrow, and, and if it doesn't work out, it's, it's going to be their problem. Uh, that, that's kind of uh, exactly what it is. And, and you know, the, the issue really just is, as Jason said, all of the borrowing, all of the money being created, we've kind of finally started hitting that resistance where too much supply, not, a mu- no, not enough demand, which causes prices to start rising, which means, hey, I want more dollars for the same stuff because, well, there's too many of them. 800-951-0592. Jason and I are coming right back with the Half Empty Cup.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.